0: Here we go, well, welcome. Uh, my name's Chris Angel, I'm the director of Wishmaster 4, and I'm joined on the uh, audio commentary here first by Michael Trucco. Hello. Who plays Verdell, and Jason Thompson, who plays Sam. Yes, that's me. Well, uh, I guess the Prophecy Fulfilled was the title, and. The script went through a lot of changes as we went through, and it sort of has an air of finality about it. And I'm not sure if this is really the end of the series or not. Um, I think it ended up being more open-ended than we intended at the beginning. Is that um, John, by the way, doing this voiceover? This is, in fact, John Novak's voice. And Excellent this is actually voice. The, Yeah, this is actually the uh, text from the original Wishmaster. I had somebody transcribe it when we were editing. Oh, is that right? Oh, nice. So this was in Wishmaster 1, and we were trying to sort of set up the whole legend for people without them having to see all the movies or you know it's sort of a refresher course on genealogy. you could just watch four and you're done exactly <laughs> just beginning exactly. To <laughs> hopefully
1: <laughs> listen to that voice he does have an amazing voice right yeah. yes
0: I and mean, actually in four we we did almost nothing to his voice and three we sort of did some futzing in the uh mixing room and then i heard it and decided that it was better just leaving him be now I jason only... is that you writing or is that stuff? yeah level? i only crashed like 17 times so okay. i did all right and Jason, how do we decide not to wear helmets? I remember having a big conversation about yeah. Well, look we should... at that hair, come on. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: I don't, I don't really remember. It's just on the day, I think we just decided not to do it.
0: Yeah, something about like, the characters being free spirits. Yeah. And, um, now, this video stuff was you know, one of those like, film-within-a-film ideas that I thought was really great. We were going to use more of it later in the movie, but we ended up not doing that. So it just became sort of a character thing. Um, mm-hmm. We kept it. And I actually remember the, there was a videographer camera operator who was different than Tara. To shoot the yeah, video stuff, yeah. he fell over at some point. He did actually. I think we have that in daily somewhere. Yeah, he banged up his elbow. Was I that mean. a light I saw on the floor? Uh, yes, these are practical lights that are, they're lighting their own oh, I house because they just bought this house and okay. I guess the overhead lights weren't set up. And this was a practical location, by the way. This is a real thing. This house is actually really nice. We walked in. I think we we took everything out. And yeah, the thing looked. was pretty beat up when we were doing this part. Yeah, um, the poor family. We moved a family out who were living there. Yeah. I don't know why they let us do everything we did, but it's very nice. And I think we painted the walls. Actually, we had a whole color scheme for so going in this film that I'll talk about later on. Within days,
1: it was completely different. Back to now,
0: this is actually a soundstage. Am I right? Yes. No. Yes. The this upstairs. Pa- yeah. This. This whole. Oh, bedroom that's right. Set, yeah, right. Yes.
2: We I built this was, a, on the stage, so I remember that now. Yeah. Nice. Good cut.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Hold it. What's the rating on this film? (laughs) I'm not sure. It must be R, I think. Uh, No one's ever complained to me that it's not R. Apparently it is. Um, I mean, it's one of the things, you know, obviously I knew I was doing a horror movie when I started doing this, but uh, one of the goals I sort of had was to do something that had elements of romance. And I was actually sort of... In boobs. In boobs. Um, I don't know if that was (laughs) one of my goals, but that sort of happened. Uh, One of the things I started being inspired by, actually, I wanted to get in was screwball comedies from the 30s and 40s. And at the time, they sort of were the only movies that really talked about sexuality, but they couldn't mention it. And obviously, these days, we can sort of get away with a lot more. Right. So I think a lot of the producers. I'm producer, sorry, were you talking? Yes. I was yes. <laughs> <laughs> the producers Easy. really liked the idea of starting the movie with a sex scene. Um, yeah. That was like the one thing they kept saying over and over again. Well, we're going to start the movie with a sex scene.
2: No, I think it's a great start. And I think this music is pretty cool, too. Yeah. yeah who, who was this again? Where did you find this?
0: Um, this is actually a Canadian band, and I'm forgetting the name of them at the moment. But um, our uh, music supervisor up in Toronto found the stuff for us and did a great job. No, oh, it's got a cool jam. Yeah. Um, Actually, one of the movies I just saw recently that I really liked was Emu Mama Tambien. And I was actually psyched to see they opened the movie with a sex scene, too. So I feel like we're in good company there. There you go. I guess our movie doesn't bear too many relationships to that movie afterwards. But, um, you know, it it set up the theme of this movie, that this is a movie about the difference between love and sex. And um, it's just a different way of doing it. So, Jason, did you ride motorcycles a lot before this movie?
1: Yeah, uh, actually, my older brother had one. So when I would come back from LA to go home for the summers, I would ride his bike because there wasn't enough vehicles around. So uh, I rode enough times. Yeah,
0: I, I didn't have. Re- one I mean, it was difficult own, for you. It sort of, we kept trying to make you slow down. Yeah, Did well, you know, yeah. it's just in the blood.
2: Now I want to bring up a little uh, uh, our first cameo appearance of the <laughs> film. If you look very closely, uh, you will see our director, Chris Angel. It's sort of right. Washing a car <laughs> in the neighbor's driveway to my house. It's right there behind the trees. There he is in the striped sweater.
0: shirt. Yes. Um, yeah, actually, it was my little Hitchcock moment. And actually, I love birds. So that those. See, yeah, that those, was cool. those geese. I think those were Canada geese flying over. Yeah. I was really psyched that they were. That
1: wasn't over, right, done right, right later.
0: Time. No, that was actually. That's they were all doing one it. shot. Yeah, it was all uh, all not one shot. Attention. And all morning <laughs> the uh, the geese were flying over, and finally we managed to sort of time it perfectly. We rolled the cameras as we saw one coming, and followed them down for the shot. So that's my sort of like Hitchcock moment, except that, it, you know, I like birds. As opposed to Hitchcock, I think was afraid of them. Look, this is the introduction to my
2: geeky Verdell.
0: <laughs> yeah, we spent a lot of time trying to make the difference between geeky Verdell and, yeah. and gin Verdell. I think it turned out pretty well. I never understood the doors to this the house. The double door? Yeah. Actually, that the,
2: clearly gives our Canadian location away.
0: It does something. The art, the art director really wanted to take out one of the doors, but I thought it was so weird that I just wanted to keep them there. Great house, though. Look at that. I yeah. actually never saw this house. You never it went was, to this house? No, you never it was shot a
1: really nice place. No.
2: Drink, uh, juice, mineral water?
1: uh water would be great
2: water it is okay.
1: do you have just regular water or was it all mineral
0: <laughs> well actually protein. it's funny that you mentioned that because there was a whole like product placement scene with I can't remember what brand. I won't mention the brand because we cut it out. And there was a broken glass. Yeah, actually, you'll (laughs) see later in the scene if you look for it. um, There's a bandage on your hand. That's what it was.
2: I've got a uh, like a tissue around my finger. Yeah. Toss it in the scene and it doesn't.
0: It uh, doesn't relate to anything because we cut cut the sequence. And there's there. There There it is. is, There it is. But you broke. I see a broken glass on the thing. Right. And the reason we cut it actually is that it was just the scene was getting too complicated. We wanted to focus in on that box you're about to give her. It was messy. And it was just getting a little too big for what we needed. this isn't turning into- uh, it was supposed to be like a little, f- you know, a fright before the end. Do you remember put when they, did, wasn't that mirrors above the fireplace? And oh yeah, put we that covered it up? over, I forgot about that. Really. Yeah, because we that's couldn't that's shoot boring, yeah. in that direction because they were curved mirrors that showed the entire room. Yeah. Now this is obviously the reveal of the crystal about the here in this little box, um, and again we just wanted to do something a little different about how the crystal was found. And you know most movies start, most of these Wishmaster movies start with the crystal, and we just mm-hmm. wanted to try and make it more about the characters and their relationship. And there's obviously an attraction here, and he's giving her a gift, so we just tried to build it into the into the characters. It's probably not the most scary way to do it, but um, you know this movie has a little bit of a different focus where we actually See, were you trying get, to build man.
1: characters. Trying to kiss my girl.
0: See that?
2: <laughs> totally denied Jeez. there it is there's the bandage there it is yes from no apparent reason i'm wearing a bandage good pause watch really yeah it's <laughs> on the timing
0: you know above
1: and beyond the call of duty
2: yeah that's me huh nice guy Steven.
1: we were talking about it outside earlier we shot this two years ago from pretty much today
0: yeah, yeah, that's true. Actually. So
1: it's just funny that uh, the things that you were doing back then, and then you think about them now, and it's the little things. Yeah, I it's know. It's amazing just to see two years down the road, the choices you made then. and
2: wish this my worst enemy.
1: Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I've
2: known Sam for a long time.
1: Was there? What? <laughs> Was there people living in this house?
0: Yes, there were. There was, a, there was also a family in this house that um, also left for us while we shot. Yeah, we had, did, we, did we ever meet that family? Yeah, I did. I got to uh. meet them. Um, they were pretty psyched, actually. They're particularly excited. I mean, you know, they were just excited to have a, a film crew coming in. But we had to be really careful. This was a pretty expensive house. I think we were all wearing little booties on our shoes. Yeah, and, we were. I remember that. Yeah, I don't think we actually damaged this house. It was funny we, to see the gin with booties on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we're also slaughtering people in this house later, I'm giving That's away a bit right. of the movie, but. Uh, I think we managed to not spread too much blood around their carpet.
2: So here's the stone, right? We're
0: back to the stone. Yeah, this, this is, is actually it the stone. came out of the
2: box that I found on the website.
0: Now, actually, this shot is taken from Wishmaster 3, by the way. That was A.J. Cook's hand. We borrowed the digital effect shot from the other movie. Oh, cool. It's a way of sort of one of the benefits of doing these things back to back. So does she get credit in the end of this one also? For, <laughs> um, hand model? I'm not sure that she does.
2: Well, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll get this appraised, and we can keep it here until I find out how much it's worth. That, you know, that would be great. I'd really appreciate it. You're not leaving, are you? Yeah, I,
0: um, I have to go. Hey, Lisa. And there this was a, sort of a weird cut. We just wanted to get you guys out of the, the room faster. Yes. We cut out a couple more lines there.
2: Really? Still feeling the tension between yes. us. Oh, nice mm. cagey hug. Look at her face. <laughs> she <laughs> dreaded <laughs> me. <laughs> oh, hold oh, on. No, hey. <laughs> the double doors. Is- door
0: two and three? There's really no escaping this place. <laughs>
2: And they were big, heavy doors Yeah,
0: there. What's well, great to see is we turn them into sort of a digital effect shot later. Become, like, Ugh! Yeah, those doors become a wall of fire at some point, so I'm glad we got a lot of use out of weird doors. Like <laughs> yeah, I was really excited just to find this location. It's like the white, sterile nature, just, yeah. you know. And if you watch closely, you'll notice that the combination of my lock
2: is an incredibly difficult four stars. <laughs> All right, four no, four sevens. sevens, that's what it was, yeah.
0: This was, this, we built this into this location, didn't Thought we? About I think that, we too. built a fake wall. We
2: built the whole wall, we built yeah. the and then we took, look at this shot right here is really cool. This shot, this simple, what is that, about 10 seconds of screen time must have taken two hours, I think. And we wanted it to be, like, a quick 20-minute pickup. Remember yeah. that? And we built, they had to knock the back wall out of the out of the uh, safe so they could get the camera behind it. They had to light the stone. I had to hold it up just right. I remember that. And that thing. was a wax
0: sort of bottom of that safe. So that it would melt through. It would melt through. But and I remember it was, that was supposed to be yeah. one of those things where
2: you just get it, you know, right in the middle of the day. So let's pick up this shot
0: real yeah. fast. It's oh. 20 minutes. It's always it became like this ordeal. Yeah, we still had to sort of do a little uh, dissolve in post. Actually, we sped that up for the melting. Yeah. Um, this is sort of an interesting sound design choice here. you know, as we're going through you're, you're mixing this whole movie and originally we had music playing throughout this whole section. and then as we heard the mix, we decided just to drop the music out and bring it in sort of more expressionist yeah, it's as great. the music's part of her memory. And I think just worked, you know oh, that's cool worked much mm-hmm. much better this way.
2: I like the way you handled the flashbacks. They didn't get all campy, dreamy, like, uh, you know, frosty lens.
0: Yeah. <laughs> it's nice. I and mean, we have a very clear difference in this movie between sort of the past and the present. And I think that makes it a little easier, too, just make the straight cuts. Now, this whole shot sequence here was originally designed by me as one huge cam yeah, shot. Is that how I, I say? I is that, that steady cam? Yeah. I just I think I told the actors the day before, like, okay, guys, you got to know the entire scene because I'm going to do basically a five-minute scene in one mm-hmm. shot. Um, now you'll see in a second there's actually a cut. I did the shot and, you know, was was a good thing to do. It was expressionistic, sort of kept it moving, but as I looked at the scene, I realized we needed to sort of stop and actually get some of these moments. See, about a month before we started shooting, they called me up and asked me to st- stop shaving.
1: Remember when oh, I showed yes. up, I had some just month? about a full beard? No, remember no. When they, uh, yeah, we yeah. did all the motorbike stuff
0: before, so I had to shave. And then this was about two days. Yeah, this is this is where the low budget sort of quick schedule sort of gets in the way. Yeah. We sort of had a lot of ideas, and unfortunately the schedule got shifted around, so you didn't I was get as much say, time. That's
2: that's me after a month of not shaving, but that's, that's you after an hour of not yeah. shaving.
0: thank God, <laughs> worked out well.
2: Yeah, it's a good thing I don't have to have a beard in this.
0: Yeah, I remember that was a huge panic. Like. Like the schedule got shifted, I remember you and I were freaking out. Yeah, because like shave off your beard I had for the to motorcycle, shave, and then I had like two days off yeah. or something. Yeah, I think that had to relate to like availability locations. So wait, so you can see that, again the steady cam shot is for sort of continuing here. And my idea behind this was sort of that, you know, they're sort of trapped in this house. It's sort of the circular thing. Yeah, you did you, a you lap. I watched yeah. this a couple times. Yeah. Like,
2: wait, you just did? You started here, went all the way around, <laughs> and came back again. It's like your little haven.
0: Yeah, and you know, like this little circle that they just can't get out of. They're in this trap. Oh, that's. Cool. Um, it was really tough on the camera operators. I feel bad. Like. It was just a really hard shot to operate because yeah. those doorways were the, so the narrow. No I remember sh- showing on the scraping yeah. my knuckles a couple times going through there because there really wasn't much room. Yeah, there was not enough room for your, your wheelchair and definitely not enough room for a oh. camp thing. I don't that's think that, this she website's wearing a real. a white bikini? No, that's yeah. that's a tan line. I don't know. <laughs> um, I wonder if that website ever got put up. That's in the, the best picture
2: you could pull up there, Jason, huh? <laughs> that's hey. what you do spending your days <laughs>
1: Yep. looking
2: at chicks in white
1: bikinis. I stay busy. Bikinis.
0: Now, Jason, did you get any time to practice in a wheelchair? I was going to
1: say, you're good. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. No, I uh, I had I think maybe a couple days in the hotel. Oh, here we go. I was in my bedroom in the hotel and went down the halls a couple times. But whenever I was doing the stuff at the house, I would have it.
0: Now here's the introduction of the gin. And again, I you know I wanted to do something a little bit different here just keep him in the dark and have a little bit more playful gin in this movie is that my closet or is that the bathroom that's the bathroom it is the gin is actually never in the bathroom established. all right yeah we don't establish it. i didn't really want people to know that it's the bathroom yeah it's kind I of creepy kind of ho- yeah what's the gin doing in your bathroom not quite i thought i flushed that's- exactly
2: i don't care how powerful he thinks he is we are not going to back down see I was I was kind of nerdy kinda you're weird're
0: nervous a nervous Ridell but that's all right I wanted to be the to have the difference exactly I wanted to show contrast when the gin takes over
1: My, he pulls out his cell phone that's great
2: and, uh, look at that extension though. see that that's a that's an experienced gun handler right there yeah
1: your soul for a wish wish we spent
0: a lot of time trying to talk about where the gun was going to be in your bedroom. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah they were, that's right. Now, this is all practical effects, obviously. It's sort of like the... Yeah. Ooh. I love that, that
2: foley of the uh, shells hitting yeah. the floor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, Makes I actually
0: took a dive. Ooh, right, yeah, right there. there. Yeah, <laughs> I Yeah. G- we kept it. You look scared.
2: That's good. And then...
0: swing.
1: That is
2: stellar makeup.
1: It really, was it it was amazing. Even at lunchtime, he'd be walking around, and you would just be like, "What the heck is it?" Tara (laughs) was terrified
2: of him at all times.
0: We'll hear more about that.
1: But those, the makeup
2: department gets props. Yes, I want to thank
0: the guys from Soda for doing this. Yep. Now, Michael, did you do this part yourself? Yes. And what was this, an appliance, or was he just squirting blood on you? It was it
2: was in his—in the fingernail, mm-hmm. you know, and he would squirt it. And I had me up on an apple box so I could, you know, pretend like I was up on my feet. But I almost kept passing out. I mean, I honestly, when we, oh, that's just Is wrong. that you or is that a double? No, that's the double who's okay. wearing, a, one of my, wearing a copy of my face. I know uh, the actual, answers to these
0: questions, I'm just trying to...
2: But I, yeah. You know. And that was creepy because we drove over in the van together from our campers over to the set, and uh. I couldn't look at the guy because he had my face with blood <laughs> all over. <laughs> oh oh my man, God.
0: that would be weird. Because <laughs> you remember we did the latex, you know? Yeah, mask the late- and stuff. A latex application there that you probably you were looking at in the van, huh? You guys should have went out one night. Yeah, and just together. Ripped it up. Uh, yeah, it was weird.
2: Because look, I mean, he, looked, he was the same height as me. It was really trippy. He's wearing your clothing. Yeah. So here's the little change. How'd that yeah. work for you? Yeah. See the hair's a little different, you know.
0: And we switch her voice over here, and a yeah, nice little
2: subtle way. I think I did that, but you had John. I ended up using
0: John's for the beginning here. (laughs) Got silent, didn't it? Yes, it (laughs) did. Uh, Another shower scene, so more Hitchcock (laughs) moments here. You know, every, every horror movie needs a shower scene of some sort. That's a cool shot. Well, I was just asked what our shooting schedule's like. Um... It's sort of embarrassing to say how quick we had to shoot this movie. It yeah, was, it was, it was pretty brutal. We uh, had a 16 day principal photography schedule. So I mean, basically, it's just you're running the entire time. And was it, it, only 16 it was 16 days, days of principal <sighs> photography. In fact, it turned out to be 15 days because they sent all you guys home on day 16. And it was just me and sort of the uh, effects people on, on day 16, which was tough. Yeah, I left early, I think. Yeah, they sent everybody home. So it was really like 15 days of, of the first unit and another day of of second unit. You know, it may, basically it makes it really hard. I mean, I really tried to plan exactly what we were going to do, but there wasn't a lot of... Uh, it was nicer because they
1: did three the month before
0: so the crew, everybody
1: was pretty tight. We kind of rolled in there, and everybody knew each other. They were rolling pretty good.
0: I mean, One hard thing for me, honestly, was fatigue. Like, we, it wasn't the month before. It was like the week before that we finished three. I had a long weekend off yeah. between three and shooting this movie. That's right. You did back-to-back, wow, so, back, didn't yeah. you? So I really did like a 32-day schedule And two it was every, what is everybody the same? Crew, everybody? All the, the crew's the same. Yeah, camera's the same. Um, but John was the only actor holdover. I mean, this movie is really very different than Wishmaster uh, 3. three. This is actually, this is a good time to maybe talk about the color scheme here a little bit. Um, we tried to keep things simple again just because of the speed we're shooting, but basically blue is represents sort of their love, sort of the old relationship, and red is the color of the gin and of sort of passion and sexual passion that's coming in and sort of destroying their old love relationship. So you just got to look for red versus blue for this movie. That's cool. I didn't know that you guys... That, that well yeah, we, out. That, it's one of those things, you know, as a director, I like I try to to like do. I stuff like that. Yeah, no, I think yeah, that's very definitely. effective. Yeah. And it helps, like, for example, what Tara's wearing right now, she's wearing a red right. um, sort of kimono type thing that represents sort of, you know, the new passion coming in. When she takes it off, she's wearing a blue sort of uh And, I'm, and
2: I'm always in darks, blues and blacks and purples and, yeah. and you know, okay. as the gin, as opposed yeah. to the early Verdell, who's in the light, the light khakis and blue, yeah. you know, light blues. So despite our
0: speed, we really tried to control as much as we could. And Thompson's in muscle shirts. Yeah. You gotta love that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Throw me some weights every time we do a set. Look at this lighting. This was really cool.
2: You don't know it when you're on the set, but. Yeah, Yeah, it's got that really good early morning feel. Just sort of the quality of the light. Now, I think I just added this apple thing. Yes, you did. It's
0: one of those little moments on set that I, I love.
2: I had some time. We, you, you didn't call cut, and it was like, oh, an apple. And then we had to have this whole setup of it, you know.
0: <laughs> to get it to fall. Because I remember it was impossible to get yeah, that thing to land. watch this. Just yeah. right We did back. that about 20 times. I think it was 18 takes, yeah. I think,
2: to get it to land like that. You know, I
0: really wish you'd join us. So, it's, again, a good time to sort of talk about the difference between three and four. I, I mean, one of the things for me, I, I got to direct two movies back to back, which is a great opportunity. But I really wanted to try and do really different things. Um, I didn't want to just make the same movie again. So, you know, again, my background sort of... You know, I like, you know, older movies and sort of romantic comedies as well as horror movies. So I wanted to try and make a horror movie that had these sort of romance elements. So my goal here was really to try and build up their relationships. And that's what I focused in a lot, trying not to forget that, of course, we're making a monster movie. Um, And again, sort of just, you know, the sexuality of the movie was something I thought I wanted to try and do. And it's a bit of a departure for me. But uh, well, I think you know, he succeeded. I think I did. It's uh, I mean, I think it adds to the characters. And again, I was you know, trying to make a sexy movie that came out of these these people's relationships, as sort of the triangle that's going on here.
2: Yeah, I like that element of the script, no, I'm it's the, truth. the the uh, the triangle and, and the relationships yeah. between
1: me, you know, Verdell and and Sam. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised when I finally got the script that we were shooting. Because yeah. it was much more involved than I And just the whole going to The
2: nature make. of this script and, and the uh, the paradox of the th- of the third wish. I, mean, I know we're getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah. that's just a, a great concept well, for this. Yeah. We'll
0: definitely get to that in a second. Yeah. yeah, it's a tough thing to pull off in these movies. Because, you know, obviously like there's audience expectations of I mean, who our audience is. Like they want to see the the creature effects and the mm-hmm. special effects. Another great location. Yeah. Practical. And we should talk about this a little bit. Yeah. Um, now, this is the tallest building in Winnipeg. We started this in Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. And this is like this is one of the big, big tall office buildings. That oh, was wow. the top floor. They were really, really nice to let us shoot there. I have to I And there was a concert going on. Remember, right yeah, behind the standing. Yeah. Right yeah.
2: behind it, there's like 10,000 people Huge in a concert. live
0: yeah. show going on. I remember. I was worried about crew the crew bleeding in. Just yeah. Looking
2: up against the glass, going, why are we here?
0: <laughs> so here comes a
2: wish. Yeah, as indicated by the push in. The push
0: in. Thank you. Yes. I wish that you could make them settle this case. Nice.
2: There. Now
0: song. I remember this day we we remember shot the, the scene out. Yeah, we shot the scene extremely quickly. I think we'd like sort of budgeted a whole afternoon mm-hmm. for this, and we have sort of done in an hour. I was worried that we'd miss something, um, but I think we actually managed to get yeah, pretty no, well everything. Second
2: cameo appearance of the film. Yes. That's the writer
0: of the film, John Benjamin Benjamin Martin. John Benjamin Martin. There. Yes, um, and it's funny actually. This John's scenes were being shot simultaneously by our second unit, about ten floors away in the same building. But in a totally different office.
2: Oh, that's right. That's because I did most of this
0: conversation without
2: John being present off camera, yeah. and vice versa. He didn't have me off camera because we were shooting simultaneously at the same time, mm-hmm. which is
0: sort of interesting. So I yeah. actually, because we finished early, I got to run downstairs and sort of finish off the stuff with John. But It turns out John's section took a lot longer than the main sure. unit because of all the makeup effects stuff. Well, that too, and Michael's just amazing. Yeah, <laughs> so, I'm just that good. He just—he really. <laughs> just... I
2: gotta say, John, who wrote this, is also a hell of an actor. Yes. And uh, I, that's the only thing, I kind of regretted. I just wanted to do the scene with him on the other side of yeah. you know the camera just because he's such a good actor and, and it was, you know, I loved the way he was reading it and like, you know, oh, this is just wrong. So these are all prosthetic, <laughs> yeah. Oh, are they, you sure? Add-ons, yeah. It's, oh, not a real no, tongue?
0: It's, it's a real tongue. You didn't run out and get a little veal tongue we, cow, or something? A cow tongue that we bought. At the, no, these, these are prosthetics. Um, and if you watch, look at that knife. I, Examine the knife very carefully because you'll see that we actually cut the end off it, and this is what makes the effect work, right there. It's, ah. it's, I don't think anybody will ever notice, but. Now that you pointed yeah, it out. Yeah, now that I pointed it uh, out. I did not nice notice, palm. you're right. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought the, uh, the guys from Soda, again, who did all the creature effects, did a really great job What's here. What's the blood clothes? made out of? I have no idea. Some sort of glycerin, yeah. sugary substance, maple syrup. So there's an appliance on his cheek there. We basically built an extra layer on his cheek that we're poking into. And you put something over his nose to look like the shell of his yeah, nose was cut off. Yeah, same sort of thing that was on sort of your stunt double's face when it was ripped off. Right. It's Sort of a skin-like appliance. And I see for, obviously from this angle, you can see his nose is still there, just that the right. skin level is Kind of hard off. to remove that. Yeah, yeah the that might nose. be a little difficult. You could do that with digital effects, but we're trying yeah. to our save D- our budget. for.
2: Our DP really liked those, uh, those close-ups, and we kind of made that a, c- a character choice and a theme throughout the film that... G- verdell the gin as verdell is always very manual
0: yeah he's the you know, wine glass right. and
2: the, the mouse and
0: he, he's back from you know being imprisoned in a crystal for seventy thousand years sort of yeah. enjoying the sort of tactile nature of being free again a nice gun now this is again one of those things where obviously you know this being a sort of monster horror movie i could have shown this stuff on screen but i thought it'd be much more effective to cut to the fax machine this the, is great the music cuts see the blood i totally agree with that um, it's one of those things I you know, just as a filmmaker nice. I like it's just the power of film nice foley you're imagining the, uh, yeah. the gunshot and of course she, she gets the facts if you, you notice carefully when she gets the facts the other end there's blood spots on it oh you did that for so, consistency yes I was happy about that there's little mean, things you have to plan ahead of time I got some of the
2: greatest little quips in this. <laughs> I was reading this going no way he was dying to get it done
0: <laughs> we do have to thank John for the, uh, the clever little clips it just you know it adds a level to the gin I mean you know, Jin's an interesting character because he can't act unless right. he gets somebody to make a wish. So he's sort of waiting. I can't, can't see the blood spots there. Okay. It was on the other page. But I swear they were there. Uh, <laughs> Is that Beethoven in the background? Yeah. Cool. Well,
1: it's you know. your office, man.
2: Right. I was <laughs> confirming that was Beethoven in the
0: back. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Enjoy. Beethoven and Caligula, I guess, were the statues in there. That's
1: right. You guys both I'm got a little purple going points. there. Yeah. It's the it's
0: Look at the this. meeting I lean of me two. Blue I, and red equals purple. I think
2: I anticipated that kiss. Yeah, you did a little bit. Damn it! Can we shoot that again?
0: <laughs> but <laughs> I like this little moment. I check her out. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Kissing. Sam. <laughs> yeah. Now again, I'm, I really like this location. Obviously, I oh, tried to use it. Uh, you can see the camera for just half a, a frame. In that, oh, go back! In I didn't see it. Yeah, if you have to <laughs> use your home DVD to do that. I swear it's there.
2: I think you guys did a hell of a good job shooting a practical location like that. It yeah,
0: was pretty tight, but really, really interesting. It was place pretty to shoot. tight. You know, that circular just you know layout gave me a lot to play with.
1: This is good news. It is. It's your last hurdle on your path to freedom. I can understand why you're so excited. Do you think that I've stayed with you just to get a piece of the settlement? It's the best reason I can come up with.
0: Why are you doing this, Sam? Why are you doing this to me? Is that? Oh, sorry. Your sell-off, dude. Oh, I remember this was really oh, tough. Was the phone. We couldn't get the uh, the wheelchair close enough to the phone, Jason. If you remember. Yeah, it was I was real in on That it. was really tough. Yeah. We had to. I think we had to move that table, and you're stretching over.
1: Now, dude, didn't you get your haircut during this? I just didn't wash it for three weeks. When, when, really when, did good. I, when did I, I didn't get a cut, I don't think. Good. You did at the end. Like I had the same oh, helmet yeah. of hair for
0: like <laughs> four weeks. You always had different hair. I no, you honestly, go. I... We uh, do get a haircut. We mentioned it actually on screen at some point. I so think we, we just kind of styled it, though. Oh, you do mention the haircut. Yeah, yeah. we do. That'll come up. Now, this right. was sort of an interesting choice, these cuts coming up. Uh, one of the things, obviously, you know, Verdell got a lot of screen time, but we wanted to try and remind people that he's actually the gin. He's yeah, a monster. Yeah. And one of the things I was concerned about was getting that gin back on screen reminding people. So right. it came up with this idea that, you know, behind that glass he changes his on the phone. And I think that actually worked. Yeah, really I liked it. Well. It works. I liked it. Yeah, again, yeah. it's sort of like the, the poor man's way of doing special effects. If I, I had my choice, I would have probably had an on-screen effect of some kind. But I think this gets oh, some the kind of morphing. Point. Yeah. But, you know. Well, we were limited. We were a little limited. This gets the point across. And it was actually nice because we, Tara and I had about three days before Michael got to Winnipeg.
1: So we got to know each other a little bit. Then Michael right. rolled in, and mm. it was it was funny the dynamic that kind of entered everything once yeah, Michael got instantly. there. Yeah, instantly.
2: Remember we'd hang out, play pool at the yeah. hotel,
1: and and uh,
2: you know drink a few sodas waters waters that kind of thing now
0: this was actually the indian restaurant where i ate a lot this was about five minutes where i was staying in winnipeg and i would another practice I, I would go there a lot and it inspired me actually to change the scene to this indian restaurant i think it was just a, a french restaurant it was some different type of restaurant originally and i decided i really wanted to shoot here and they were really nice and let us do it also michael remember this was actually your idea also was uh, the table setting we talked a lot about there's two glasses of wine there, but the third one, is supposedly for Sam. I even say where's Sam, but yeah. I
2: already assume that he. I know he's not coming. You know he's not mm-hmm. coming. And it's indicated by the napkin is still in the wine glass. If you notice that shot just like 10 seconds ago, you and see the, three wine glasses. Two of them are filled with wine. The third one has a.
0: And the napkin. waitress is about to show up and clear off the the yeah. place without asking. Right. So again, you, you probably told her that. No. no, it's not about the money. I mean. Chris, a-
1: there was a scene that we did. Remember the one in the garage where I flipped out in the wheelchair and I. Mm-hmm. Tore everything down. You guys took that out. Was yes. there? It was just just uh,
0: just I think it was more just a pacing thing. I mean, originally mm-hmm. this will come up again a little later with uh, when you start doing the statue. We can talk about flashbacks. It then. Right? Yeah, there's a couple of sequences we had to take out. It, it sort of went from the end of the movie forward. Mm-hmm. There's the place setting being taken away. Yeah. You can see again the napkin.
2: Well, is there something else that I can do?
0: basically gives a little a
1: Psychiatrist too? Are you?
0: <laughs> I can be anything you want me. be.
1: Oh. You
2: know the spoken word. Is a pretty powerful thing. You know, don't be afraid to tell me what's on your mind.
0: And so the camera's pushing in again. St- this is a so I'm always trying to, I'm always trying to milk used. a wish out of somebody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's yeah. your,
2: that's your goal in life. <laughs> did it count if it was provoked, or did they have to free willingly wish for something? I
0: think, I mean, I think you can provoke it. There's that. See that thing again with the hands. The, so this is a really fun sequence for us to edit. Yeah, um, this this is quite be. a challenge. Mm-hmm. You know, I tried to plan the sequence out as much as I could, again, because we didn't have a lot of spare time. But just the, the sound effect of the glass really, I think, helped tie it together. Um, and you see sort of the intercutting here of the people eating dinner, and sort of as they dig into each piece of chicken or whatever, he feels it on the other end. Yeah, I love that. Uh, it was just a really fun sequence to work on. Yeah, you, you dive your knife into this thing. <laughs> it <laughs> and makes me go flying or something. Exactly. And just, again, contrast, too, I think just really works well in filmmaking. So they're oh, having so much fun. And that was a great dive, dude. We yeah. did that, like... A lot. Yeah,
1: my hip was... I remember I got a massage <laughs> later on that day in the hotel. You, you
0: earned it. Uh, fire is, again, another thematic... Yeah, visual I was going to ask you. You use a yeah. lot of it. A lot of it. I, I, of it I, just, I, I like it. Yeah, it's. You know, it represented two things, obviously. It represents the, the power of the djinn sort of being of fire, which refers to the djinn legend that comes from the first movie. And secondly, too, it also just relates to sexual passion which is a big theme of this movie
1: and we were drawing in front of the fire earlier in the, mm-hmm. in the movie mm-hmm. and, and even the opening to credits to with the yeah uh,
2: exactly you know the narration a physical actor you are Jason well, I awesome. went up
1: like seven flights of stairs that you don't see there <laughs>
0: <laughs> No, the guns are rippling
1: I can see yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, now, this dancer actually wasn't a dancer. I cast her really? and then decided I, I wanted somebody dancing, and I sent her out for dancing lessons. And I, I specifically asked for Indian dancing style. I'm not sure if that's what I ended up getting. Looks she good. was no. not a dancer. She was not a she's not a professional dancer me. at all. I sent her for dancing yeah, lessons, definitely. and she, she had one dancing lesson, and shows up. I wow. thought she did a great job. Um, and this piece of music was also actually composed for this sequence. We, now, those two... I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I think they're brother and sister. I don't know. I'm just saying. I was going to talk about the music. <laughs> no comment there. Um, the uh, This piece was composed for the, the section here. We, uh, we attempt it with some indie music and uh, just, I was loving it so much that so we had to have somebody compose. something. Yeah, really was, that the, the, was that the, the music
2: edits. you did on playback when we shot that? Yeah. Or was that the same piece? It was, yeah. right? Yeah. She was actually dancing to that piece. Yes. Really?
1: That's
2: nice. This was funny.
0: You'll notice that the, the women actually don't kiss her square yeah, on the lips. Yeah, I lip. was waiting for one girl. Yeah, to yeah we were. On her, but... You know. Yeah, yeah. These, these guys really got into it's it. Those right Canadians. The yeah.
2: <laughs> they don't like to kiss on the lips. We have to do a
0: lot of takes of that. I'm sure she got tired of that sequence at the
1: I remember this we had a little bit of a difficult time shooting this scene I think is what
0: I remember there was oh, yeah. all of us
1: feeling different things trying to get this different was shots very of everybody each day on yeah. the set. Yeah. yeah.
0: This I mean I I remember actually it was really awkward. It felt even awkward just to block out. Yeah, um, we had a tough it time. It actually it it was awkward. And, and it, I actually think I mean now that I look at it, I still remember sort of the problems in you know, just terms of blocking and what was going on. But I didn't understand it, what I say I was wish you were there but Yeah. Yeah. We had problems, but there's there's a weird awkward energy that actually works for the scene because, you know, he's, he is sort of trying to break them up. and Every his,
1: time I got a little smile between mm-hmm. us, you always, Michael always comes around, or Verdell always comes around the yeah. corner and the so, doorbell. Yeah, is.
0: so in a weird way, I think yeah, the awkwardness true. we are feeling actually works. Maybe you're opinion. right, and
2: I think, yeah, Jason brings up a good point, is that every time you guys, that, that uh, a Sam moment. and, and uh, yeah. Lisa are about to connect, yeah. Verdell.
0: That's why we had you walk in there with you know with the back. I think one of the things we were talking about was just not having you walk in at all, but for Jason's That's point, right. we wanted you interrupting their moment.
2: It was also me walking to him as mm-hmm. opposed to staying back by her but actually walking up to him, you know. It exactly. felt it's weird right. and we did we couldn't justify why you know
0: the blocking, you right? It yeah. was kind of awkward. But it, again, it works cuz your your goal of your character is just to break them up and yeah. make them feel uncomfortable.
1: Not if not mine then whose?
0: So that I was the second wish that home. she could that yeah. you could walk, walk again.
2: again. All right, I'm just trying to seal keep the track. deal. I can yes. walk. Again, I got a little man. box score
1: down here. It's like a baseball <laughs> Wish game. Wish yeah. too. yeah. My legs, nothing else. That's why you need to see a doctor. Let me rephrase this for you.
0: Uh, I think I saw a little uh, camera shadow there for just a few frames. Hey, are you? so you are
2: pointing that stuff out? Because uh, I didn't want to say I'd anything, m- but the, the, well. the boom mic came in on the, the very opening first two minutes. When you, when you knock down the for sale sign, we'll yeah. get to that okay. later. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell the story of this? Yes, please do. All right. <laughs> this next sequence... Is it actually another practical location, right? It's in a store? It's in a
0: store. We, we changed the name. I, I came up with the name Thousand and One Nights to sort of refer to the uh, origins of, sort of the gin, Persian gin myths. Sort my inside joke. And here.
2: in, in the, the, the process of shooting this film over the course of 15 days, I had a little accident with my back in the gym
0: that's right which had nothing to do with the movie and nothing and you uh, used my chair for a
2: couple days you were out of commission and it i had an episode so severe Uh, that remember i had to go and uh go into a sports clinic where they treat hockey players (laughs) and i mean i was i was literally you could not move i could not stand i couldn't walk i couldn't sit i couldn't do a damn thing and they took me to the sports clinic and the
0: guy shot me in the thigh with a shot of demerol I was actually. I mean, I I went and saw you in your trailer, and you you just looked pale, yeah, You were done and in pain, and so I was actually trying to figure out how to shoot this entire sequence you without you. You guys set this up, I think, yeah. with two
2: cameras, and I yeah. came back, and the doctor says, "Don't shoot. You got to go right back to your hotel room. Yep, just get some rest." And I was on the demo. I was like, "Doc, I feel great." <laughs> yeah. And I shot this whole scene with absolutely no recollection. Yeah, of it. I remember talking to you the next the next day, you just didn't remember the scene at all. I thought you. I th- I remember saying, "So, are we going to put one in the can?" You said, "We did. We did it twice." I <laughs> thought we rehearsed it, and you were shooting. Oh yeah, look at that face. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just
0: out. It's amazing too, because I mean, on such a tight schedule, we had absolutely no like wiggle room. Like, I was gonna shoot the sequence without you and just figure right, out a way. I was, I was, I was do... rewriting it actually when you came walked in. Or and you eight, were
2: gonna shoot their their sides and come back. And maybe try and get you. And...
0: Yeah. Um. I think I was literally rewriting when you walked in. The AD said, you're, you're coming in and well, let's do it." So I floated in, dude. I didn't walk in anywhere. Yeah. man. <laughs> Wow, it was, I mean, you did a great job. I don't know how you remembered your lines, considering what they were doing to you there. Because I don't remember the scene yeah. at all. I mean. And, and we actually, we did we changed a fair number of this in, in this scene just to sort of simplify it and just get you out of there. If you remember, actually, her crystal originally glowed. Oh, on her neck. Uh, Kimberly Huey her, plays part of Tracy. She had this crystal, and we rigged up this entire thing to make it glow. That's right. And that was one of the things she's like, wow, I've never seen to do that before, and just your supernatural powers. But we uh, we simplified that right out, and probably a good thing. Oh, so we never shot that? I think we actually, I may have tried to shoot it separately, but okay. because we were trying to get you out of there quickly, it, it just didn't tie into the scene very very well.
2: And I think I just kept walking right into the car and <laughs> yeah. the transpo, and I got <laughs> the hell out of it. <laughs> and I was like, Chris, are we going to shoot one? And you're like, we did.
0: <laughs> we're done. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, thank you, because uh, There's this some is more fire. There's just always
1: fire in our house. Yeah. This is where we mentioned oh, the haircut. There's right? the
0: haircut, yes. You've cleaned yourself up. Here. Here. Here Watch
1: Since when do you need a haircut to get
0: a... I mean, there these, it yeah, is. There we go. The Continuity mention. Anticipation. Yes. I mean, one of the things we're trying to do is obviously give your character some sort of arc. You know, he's he's gone from sort of the bottom level of hell, and he's, he's on his way back. We need to talk about us. I mean, the problem is obviously their relationship isn't know, repaired yeah. at this point. He's a good lawyer, isn't he? I mean, just I remember sort of like your, your character motivations. Like it was, it was pretty complicated. We were trying to I mean, sort of play I mean, you pushing her walk. away. Yeah. And because we sort of wanted to give your guy a new start. You guys always had a lot of tense scenes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think the whole thing was up uh, besides the first part. And then I have a voiceover that's not that tense. But I think the rest of our relationship is pretty much all kind
0: of heavy. And part of it, too, I guess we were trying to play sort of the bitterness that the backstory here, which hopefully people have gotten, is that he's impotent, that he's able to walk, but she never said anything about... Mm -hmm. You know, his, oh, so just because he gets his legs back, he doesn't get his... His mojo back. His mojo, yeah. his plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> plumbing. So that's that's sort of the subjects that we're playing in the sequence, and that's where sort of the bitterness has come out, that married. you know, he's back, but Settlement not fully. And maybe the thing that's probably the most important to him that he's been dreaming about is he's been in this wheelchair, is not working. Yeah. And that's why he goes to strip clubs, and he'll mention that in a second here. We sort of set that whole thing up. I'm
1: talking about sex. How's it been for you lately? Because let me tell you, for me, it's been... Where are
0: you going? I mean, it's, fu- it's fun to sort of play the conflict. I mean, one of those things they the only place to we'll learn work. in film school is, you know, each scene needs its conflict. And certainly, I think playing that bitterness... The positive and negative yeah. going from positive to negative in every it really, scene, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was fun stuff to work with, I think, with you guys on the set. It's really nice lighting, man. Yeah, I mean... What our, was his
2: DP's name? Curtis? Curtis
0: Peterson. Yeah, Curtis, yeah. yeah really, really nice. And he really did, you know, work into our color scheme really well. Like, mm-hmm. here again, we've got the, sort of the fire, the redder light. Great shot, starting on the candles. Yeah. The and there's a you know, there's a fireplace again off screen that we're sort of motivating that red light on her front. Arm. How'd you
2: do? Is this on a dolly? How'd you shoot that when you get when you close on the and then moved?
0: And... Oh, it's actually a jib arm. A lot a lot of this movie we shot with two cameras. So one of the things we tried to do just to give the movie some motion but still trying to keep the the thing moving on the schedule we had was shoot stuff on a jib arm. So one camera would be well, sort of doing the move and another one would be doing the close up at exactly the yeah. same time. So a lot of this movie was shot with multiple cameras which often it's really hard to light for because each camera has a different perspective on the actors yeah. and one will be very flat lit and one won't. But Curtis really knows how to do that. Um, and he's really, really smart about getting the, the amount of coverage that you need to edit these scenes together in a really quick time. And that's one of those things, if you're a beginning yeah. DP out there, it's one of the things you really should never forget is that ultimately you're trying to shoot stuff that's going to be cut. And shooting coverage is something that, Sometimes DPs forget about, you know, they, they spend so much time lighting, you forget that the point or they, is Or lighting for one camera. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to put two, three
2: cameras in one shot, you have to have, you know, a much broader lighting scheme so that you don't, you're not just favoring one camera. Exactly. And the other one completely in the dark. This is very flattering lighting on her, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. And I always just look good, so it really doesn't matter. And the matter. other thing, too, yeah. is the uh, <laughs> the long
0: the long lens. Sort of, you see that the lights in the background sort of out of focus, but... Uh, what that does sort of like focuses in on the characters and sort of drops out the the world around them as sort of symbolic of them losing themselves in this relationship. They're about to kiss almost.
1: Yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's funny yeah, that now I that mean, I got my legs I back to you, straight they're straight falling back. into more exactly. of a relationship. Yeah, that
0: is, yeah, like, you. yeah, it is interesting. I think part of it comes from the confidence of the gin. I think that's the thing we were trying to play, yeah. is that... She's always sort of been attracted to Verdell on some level, but big suddenly he's really competent. This is the big plot point. This is yes. the twist
2: that I had actually aforementioned.
0: Yeah, this is, and this is what I really liked about the movie, too, just reading the script. This Boom. was John that. the Writer's. Oh, okay, that was an in-camera effect. We basically did a speed ramp in the with camera. The, with a
2: wheelchair or something.
0: Yeah, so we had the camera in the wheelchair. It was running at normal speed. Then we changed the speed to make it actually slow the camera down so that when it's projected, it looks really fast. And wheeled the camera through the other room that took a long
2: time i remember
0: tough stuff to do because i had
2: to go to the refrigerator pull out a bottle turn right on the thing as soon as curtis i remember him in a wheelchair with like a he had like a blanket over his head and he had that little camera that was running and they're pushing him down the hallway in a wheelchair and the timing had to be right and it was was very tricky and very tricky
0: you know again you could do that sort of stuff digitally sort of in post but we were trying to really marshal our post-money into the uh, special effects we really want to try and get that one on set and i think it worked out pretty well so the thing i was going to sort of mention is that, that john martin the writer came up with it the paradox yeah the paradox of this is that all the other wishmaster movies all three of them previously it's about trying to get to that third wish and once the third wish is made the world will supposedly end right but the idea of this movie and sort of the pitch the thing that hopefully people really get into is the fact that the third wish is made sort of at the end of the first act that mm-hmm. she's made this third wish and so then what happens Um, And the original idea of this movie was that we wanted to make the whole thing in this sort of post-apocalyptic world. We actually wanted the wish to be granted and then she would try and sort of get the world back, but unfortunately, like as we started budgeting that movie, it was like a ten million dollar movie. Right. So what we did is have the wish be made, but not granted. So then it becomes sort of this love story where the Jin has to discover the love. Well, there's no
2: way for, her, for for it to be granted because she right. says, "I wish I could
0: love you for who you really are, who I really am," is that creepy looking Jin. Exactly. <laughs> now this was a this character here is what we call the half form Jin, and these were suits that we had actors in that we then sort of superimposed into a digital fire world. That's uh, a cool effect. That is. A, we really perfected the transformation effect in this movie. Yeah, uh, sort of the benefit of going second in two movies that we got to sort of experiment in three. But I think that I really worked All out well. All these
1: things were laying around the set. I
0: remember. Yeah. And yeah just I remember, I remember these guys at craft
2: service.
1: Yeah. <laughs> freaking me out, man.
0: So, and what they're supposed to do is they're supposed to represent sort of the whole world of the other djinn who are going to be unleashed once the third wish is granted. Oh, so they can feel it. They're like getting close. Yeah. They're sort of coming out, and that's why sort of I'm able to bring in these new elements to the stories because. Never before in one of these movies has a third wish been made. Uh, Also, we brought in this uh, idea of the hunter, who's sort of an angel Mm -hmm. who comes to Earth to try and stop it happening at any cost. He's sort of like an evil, dark angel type figure. Is this all digital? So these are all digital. So we shoot basically we shoot the uh, the half form gin against green screen. The guys in the in the suits, and then we brought in a sort of uh, stock fire and combine the two of them in a computer. And it was a really hard effect. Uh, we sort of probably bit off more than we could chew in terms of budget-wise. Um, but I, I really do think the guys up at Tube Studios who did these effects did a great job.
2: Yeah, they really yeah. did. Yeah. No, Some yeah. of those digital effects are outstanding. I
0: mean, originally we'd planned on having like sort of an infinite universe of half-formed jam. Like we wanted hundreds of them in the shot. But you know, we sort of we pared it down on, to, it three. <laughs> of the, to three. Landed on three. Symbolically. Hundreds to three. That's a nice round Three is <laughs> <Right>. just,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: There's this old rules of three.
2: Those faces, though, and those body yeah. pieces were everywhere. Yeah, Jason, were. you're right, man. They would be laying around and yeah. just creepy. One in sort of, yeah. little yeah. coffins too. The whole body <laughs> ones were just laying there. Yeah.
0: Here's the, again the, the hey, presence look, of fire. The, fire. the presence of the gen.
2: Oh, remember this red light underneath the door? Yeah.
0: We we discovered this by I think it was like a bounce off that wall originally, oh, sorry, we saw it was like red. I was like really cool. So actually, Curtis Peterson again, the DP brought in more. Because
2: I'm standing on a on a,
0: a landing that's a, mm-hmm. a metal grate. And so we actually lit you from below with the yeah. red light. But it was, it was sort of influenced by this red that the art designer actually painted for us there. Oh, so really? That, was, that door that,
2: was painted? That door was painted. That's very feng shui, a red door. Yeah. That, that's w- very, that fits her character perfectly.
0: Oh, actually, yeah. I mean, again, I was just looking at symbolic. Sort of this is where I wanted the <sighs> Jin's entrance. But once we saw the bounce off that red door, we, we built in even more in the lighting. What I have
2: to offer would be appealing to a woman like Lisa.
0: This was a, an apartment on top of a warehouse, I believe. Yeah, this is a pretty cool space, actually. Well, I think this is like an artist's apartment. Right? It was up on top of like an industrial like building. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. It was really cool. had a great view. I didn't see this one, either.
2: And I was hoping maybe you could give me some insight on how to do that.
0: <laughs> we did, uh, again, we did... I think the artist who lived here was actually moving to a larger studio. So again, allowed it allowed us to sort of uh, rebuild the set completely. We actually brought in some set walls. I don't know if, if you ever oh, saw that, Michael. No, but I didn't. But two or three of these walls were fake. No. And uh, also the painting scheme again, the color scheme is something that we managed right. to, to bring in and control. So so we, yes, I did know one was fake because we we rigged her to a right, wire exactly. to pull her up the wall. And there's actually another one sort of on the side of it that's also fake that we attached that rig to. You like how I said we rigged her to wire? Yes. Like I yeah, myself? Had, like, and, you were
2: back there with? Yeah, I was out the eyes, there right? with the, uh, checking the spectrometer readout on the uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, the tinselary string. You
1: just do it all, don't you? <laughs>
0: He's a very hands-on actor. Another sort of a choice we made in, in post-production here was actually to intercut the sequence. Originally uh, the, we'd scripted that sequence between uh, you and Tracy to be one long section, and then sort of editing, it, I sort of discovered trying to intercut this the lovemaking sequence. I think it works very well, too. I yeah. When I, when I saw this the other day, I was like, wow. Yeah, hopefully that. it makes it creepy, which you'll see in a second. Um, yeah. Because I think each of them alone really weren't working to the full effect that I wanted, and suddenly together it sort of said more. I remember choosing between
1: like four different pairs of underwear for this. Scene. I spent <laughs> a lot of time. Yeah. Is that right? I, I didn't yeah. get to see those Well, that. they had and some tight ones, some <laughs> different. I was like, you know, just good old boxes Box would be fun. Yeah. Look at that light. Yeah,
0: yeah. nice little moonlight.
2: <laughs> it seems like an eternity since I romanced a woman.
0: I, again, we're playing here with the sort of the backstory of the djinn, the fact that he's been mm-hmm. in prison for thousands of years. Her.
1: All you need to do is fulfill her every wish and desire. Then any revelations will seem all the easier to take.
0: She did a nice job. Yeah, I was gonna say Kiri was great. She was very easy. She yeah, she was uh, like she, yeah, she's really fun to work with. Mm-hmm. This was like this was actually a fun scene to do. Yeah, she she brought it. See, so, yeah, I remember hearing about this the
1: next day. Because I yeah. wasn't here for this, and you guys were just like, man, she went for this?
0: This was a hard wish to pull off, because, again, the way it was scripted, sure it, she was sort of, like, hitting on Verdell, and that was really out of character. I mean, Trace and I were just sort of scratching our heads, like, how would she make the wish, which is coming up, I wish I had, wish I had some color sex, without it seeming like a come-on to him? And so we actually, the blocking is really what worked, I think. He's, it really she when she got up, yeah, yeah, definitely just, just throwing threw it away. Threw it
1: away a little bit, yeah.
2: You can see just for a second the hole in the wall. It was a really small cable that they. Yeah, there's
0: and the crystals glowing again. That's the thing that we'd rigged up. Finally get to see it glow. There it is. Now again, we sort of had some choices here. I mean, one of the things we were thinking about was. uh, Great intercut though. Yeah.
2: I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, I I think I see what you're saying when you intercut these. This was one long scene, but by cutting this, her moaning, and you got Lisa. Moaning. This is great.
0: I think this makes it a little creepier because you're sort of imagining what's happening and sort of tying the connection between them a little bit more.
2: Right. Because she's fully clothed, so
0: yeah, she's supposed to be having killer sex. Yeah. It's on its own. It, you know, I, I guess I sort of chickened out. Like to what was killer sex? I mean, you could imagine all sorts of wacky things with prosthetics or whatever. Right. Her body getting twisted up. But <laughs> I wanted to stay away from that. Um, but I think intercutting them sort of made it better. Exactly. Hopefully, it lets it happen in your imagination a little bit more. It's, it's one of those things like you're just not gonna see it on screen. Killer sex. Like, what is that gonna look like? Right. Wasn't yeah. it
2: just, wasn't it scripted that she was supposed to be torn apart? Yeah, she was limb torn apart limb.
0: limb by limb, and I I just didn't really want to do that. But who was supposed to? Oh, that's nasty. Yeah, Tara hated shooting this. Yeah, but look shoot. at how.
2: Gr- watch this. Sh- look how great her reaction is. Yeah,
0: it's real. That's why. Yeah, she did not she like that. She hated it. Oh, anything. that's
2: such a
1: great scene. I mean, she couldn't oh. stand the sight of that. Chris, as I remember, you got on that bed and threw a little orgasm down, too, didn't you? She was like, I, she, she wanted, wanted me was like, to demonstrate. What should, I, what should I do? I'm not sure what should I do. Chris like, all right, you want me to do it? I'll show you how to do it.
0: <laughs> I figure if I'm forcing you guys to do it and it will be seen for the rest of your lives, I better be comfortable doing it myself. <laughs> exactly. I think somebody videotaped that, so mm-hmm. maybe it'll end up on the DVD. Exactly. It's going to be on there,
1: behind the scenes. Is your apple still there, mom?
2: <laughs> it would have
1: been cool if that apple just <laughs> rotted, like
2: instantly. Worms. You know yeah. oh, it's glowing. Well, now we something. come up with a good idea. <laughs> right? You guys want a Snickers? <laughs> sure. I need like ten of these things. Hold on. Right,
0: throw one, one over here. here. Yeah. Ooh, chocolate. That's Hello. Right. Do you want
2: some chocolate? Is there
1: any way I can bring Tracy up on murder charges? Cause she's killing me.
2: <laughs> okay, what's
0: going on, Jim? She just didn't show up. I've been calling her for over an hour. She won't answer. Inventory's not finished, and the order has to be in by noon. Look, I'll be in as soon as I can, Okay. And again, this is another sort of audio mixing moment, just in terms of how we used music to try and sort of tie these two things together into one moment. Mm -hmm. Um, And just representing that Jason's character, Sam, is sort of coming back to the way he was sort of finally rediscovering what what he remembers his artistic impulses right and, getting a
2: zest for the art again yeah
0: yeah I mean Jason actually if, if I remember correctly the original draft of the script was you and and Lisa's brother sister Yeah, right? we were brother sister.
1: Yeah, we were talking about that when before. When I first mm-hmm. the very first audition was Max. a brother sister thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. when I was Max. And then and I this was the later I didn't even know until I got the final script like from what them. i knew that i can't i i got the job as a brother i had no clue it was going to be a girlfriend or
0: anything. yeah i mean that was really sort of a big breakthrough for me just again sort of going back to the what i was talking about before about screwball comedies um just wanted to sort of bring in a, a love triangle and sort of mistaken identity of the the djinn, the monster in love with people how mm-hmm. that work in a love triangle it's a good time to talk about that statue yeah well, not, such a, not time, such a good time. No. Not
1: such
2: a good time. Let's pay attention here, gentlemen. So yeah. I heard about a hey, dancer Alex.
0: who did this act coming out of a coffin, and I thought that would be perfect for this movie. Didn't <clears throat> you cast another girl originally, and mm-hmm. she couldn't do it? Mm-hmm. And then I heard about this this dancer, and just, yeah,
2: um, That was a hell of a casting call. Yeah. <laughs> On location casting.
0: Yeah, I
1: missed that day. Um, There's,
2: there was a shot there of uh, the doorman. Alex. His name's Alex yeah. Panovic, and it's funny because thanks to this film, Alex and I have become very, very good friends. He's a good guy. He is an excellent guy. Really good. Now? And this guy was great, too. What's oh, his yeah. name? The bartender? He plays Nick, the bartender. Nick the bartender. But man, he was a riot. Was hilarious. These
1: extras were a
0: riot, man. They were they were scary. so much fun. I was scared. This is actually a really hard scene to direct. Um... A, this place is so loud, and, and it's nine in the morning. Oh, I was gonna say we guys. got These guys there were like were so off. rowdy. We
2: got there like seven or eight, and we <laughs> didn't leave till like midnight. That yeah. was,
0: this was a long day as a director.
2: This was strip a very club long day. all day. I would long. imagine oh my yeah. God. that's some guy's fantasy. Actually. Yeah, strip club all day
0: long. It, and of it was just a bit of a logistical headache for me. I, don't, I didn't really get a lot of we time were, to enjoy the strip
1: club. We were shooting the the R version, then we're shooting the PG version at right. the same time, and we had to cover up. I just, areas. also want to point out
0: that that line from Ria. That was her idea. She. She just walked oh, up to me. She Dick pulled me line. aside. Yeah, it's like, hey, it'd be funny if I did said this. So everybody was really getting into it. Um, sort yeah, of they would. It was were. a little frightening, I have to say.
1: Relax. It's
0: very and this, I felt sorry for the poor dancers because be they're used brain? to like doing the one act and that's it. And he yeah, made her do it over and times. over again, and she just wasn't used to it. And it's a very physical act, actually. All um, these
1: guys with fake she's beer. Very good yeah. money.
0: Was it fake beer? It was it exactly. a real beer? Frightened to know. Oh, well, I think it was yeah. fake. I mean, later on the, can, day, they, they they the day, they got caught went on. Yeah.
1: You don't have to be too yeah. good.
0: Now, he didn't actually say, I wish, but. Yeah, um, he said, I'd sell my soul yeah. to be a
2: pimple on her
0: ass. But I think that's that the deal. It's, it's still a deal with the devil. It's a bargain with the devil. We, we debated that you. for a long time and we went with it. Also, I, I chickened out on actually doing some yeah, sort of macro for that close watch up of the of the I pimple on the I,
2: I wanted it. Or, you know, I thought it would be cool if you shot the perspective um, from
0: her ass looking yeah, out at the that, audience. We, we discussed that a lot, too. Yeah. I have to say, I, just, I went the other way. I thought that
2: like kind of like a, a film on, over the lens, kind of a milky yeah. film, and just look out like, and <laughs> see all the guys
0: in the audience throwing dollar bills, oh, and he's milky. like, help me! I think we should do like a naked gun version of Wishmaster. We could totally. do that. There's the hunter. And uh, it's Miriam Bernstein, actually, who plays uh, Jennifer here. And she was really funny, also. I just... Really, sort of the dynamic between Victor, who plays the hunter, and her it was right. hilarious. Oh, yeah. It's just like night and day, these two characters in one, one scene. And she really runs the scene. It's really funny. He doesn't talk much, does he? No, he's, he's sort of the strong, silent type. See, look at how strong he is. And silent. Now, the character of the hunter is something that we, we brought in. For this movie, it's, it's wasn't in any other movies, and again, we felt we could do it because the was third it ever wish had been made. mentioned or anything? No, it's totally original. John, again, John Martin. Oh, the, so it's
2: not from, it doesn't come from the original scriptures of mm-mm. Wishmaster. It's lore. a new,
0: a new edition, and it was a little tricky though, because sort of the the goal of the hunter is to stop the third wish from being granted, but it's a oh, very it particular never. situation because what if the third wish is really easy to grant? He wouldn't really have a lot of opportunity to do much. And up until now, the third wish was oh, never never granted.
1: So because she
2: established this paradoxical wish, it gives him time to Yeah, sort of the
0: Oh! Was that necessary? <laughs> One of the things bad. I wanted was a was a scary good guy. Uh, it's sort of like, the tables have been turned. The djinn is actually trying to protect her, and the forces of good, who are trying to save the world, right. are trying to kill her. So it was, again, just a little way to do something a little different with the whole wish master concept. Um, because so, we, we wanted to sort of get the djinn falling in love with her, and it took away the big conflict in the movie, so we brought him in. Those are statue? those are
1: Gucci's those those lenses, Something. those those uh, <laughs> safety glasses. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so originally there was a lot more of of Sam sort of in his studio, and we just we cut it down. One of the the big sequences actually at the end, she originally discovered the statue at the end of the movie, yeah. and we cut that just because it seemed like the Denim moments were going on. And wasn't there something like a phone call that establishes
2: why Sam shows up to the strip yeah, club? Yeah,
0: we changed that too. He was, you were going to buy something from him, if I remember correctly, some artwork from him. Um, but right. this is all ADR now, so we changed the reason for them meeting. Just that Verdell wanted to talk to him. And basically he just wants to get a wish out of her.
2: Because you know she's a fantasy of every single man in this club and you can
1: have her if you want her. What are you talking about?
2: Granting you a wish. How many nights did you sit in your wheelchair and wish you could take a woman like her home, huh,
1: Sam?
0: The uh, the sign back there, if you notice, Dante's Lair, is something that we brought into the strip club. But This was, again, a real practical strip club, but uh, I wanted to sort of change the name, and it was my sort of attempt at a literary illusion. And all that set dressing, right? All the uh, glittery? Yeah, the glitters stuff we brought in, the pole I brought in, because there was no pole there. Um, I think we really sort of built as sort our of new stage. I think a lot of the stuff was left there. I think the the owner of the the club was so happy to get all this stuff. No part of
1: it. I remember a, having a tough time personally with this scene. Right, yeah. Doing the whole uh, trying to be tough with you and mad at you a little bit and all these little things.
0: Yeah, and again, I mean, this environment I think was really hard to work. Yeah, in. Yeah, that's I had right. A hard time it was concentrating we were, in here. Yeah, because because like the extras I, I, were not pretending; like they were yeah, they enjoying were the strip club show. But at these times, it oh, so was silent h- because yeah. we had
1: to do the uh, for the sound yeah. reasons. They were just hooting and hollering, but
0: you know we cut them off so we no could hear the sound. dialogue.
2: Look at this. I'll bet you wish you could kick the shit out of me right here, don't you? I thought you were gonna hit me. I thought maybe Chris made like a little bet, you know, like when, you know, directors and actors do that thing like, hey, in this next shot... Don't tell him. Just just slug the (laughs) shit out of Michael. Don't tell
0: him. Now, the other thing I, I sort of fire. heard about was the fire dance, um, and that's originally I had this, this other dancer who was known for doing this fire dance, and I thought, again, goes with the theme of the movie and would be great. Then, but, when I heard about her doing the coffin dance, she also does a fire dance, so I sort of got That's right, a, so she actually did one. this dance, yeah. right? This
2: was part of her act?
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing that's sort of a bit of a shame, I think, is that this act is actually sort of impressive in in real life and loses a bit of the effect on right. the camera, because there's a lot of blue flame. Those things are actually a lot higher than they appear, and it doesn't look quite as dangerous here, but... Uh, I can assure people home that that's not an easy act to do.
2: There's Alex. There's, oh, there's Alex. quite
0: a Yeah, there's Alex. There's quite a burlesque tradition up in Canada, actually. Can talk about it a little bit. Um, just sort of like the strip club scene up there is pretty, co- you know, complicated. They're, they've not developed it. Theatrics. Yeah, the stuff like the fire dance and the coffin that I've dance. I've been to it's, one, but right. I hear from my friends. <laughs> exactly, me too. Change the... Well, the only one you've been to, obviously, is this one. Yeah, well, this was work, though. Right. So now, exactly. look at the size of
2: Alex Panovic. I mean, this guy... <laughs> he was a big guy, man. Interestingly enough, Alex is actually a stuntman.
0: Yeah, he was a stunt yeah. double for The Hunter.
2: For The Hunter, for uh, Victor Webster's that's, character.
0: Yeah, where well, we started, but then... Um, but he's a great actor. He, yeah, he came in and auditioned, actually. Look at that. Separately. I don't know, I think I knew that he was a stunt guy. Just a little first.
2: side note. He, he cracked up every time we did this, because watch, I laugh. He couldn't <laughs> keep a straight face. Every take we did, he would crack up. He's like, why are you laughing, dude? Eh? Oh doing all my own stunts by the way.
0: Yeah, Michael, you really got into the sequence. God, I, I remember loved you it. wanted and even with your bad back, I was so worried that, you know, something was gonna snap. But there was co- a there was a stunt double
2: on set, ready uh-huh. to fill in, and I did not want You it. refused.
0: Yeah, I, you were so into this. I'm the same
2: way
1: with
0: that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, no.
2: you know, it's just because it's great because you'll see in these shots when you can get close ups mm-hmm.
1: of the actors' faces. Anything can make it more realistic is Yeah.
0: One of the things I remember being disappointed about, I really wanted to shoot this at night, and just again. Yeah,
2: that's what I was. Th-
0: yeah, budget and scheduling. you is, about. We just couldn't handle it with oh. our schedule. because um, just this alleyway and just everything here would have been great at night. Also, there's sort of a rule like the gin monster, which will show up in a second. You don't want to really put that makeup in broad daylight. It I love that it. line
2: reading. Yeah.
0: When you guys did such a great job of selling this fight. Are you wearing padding at all there Yeah, anything? they
2: put a, what they call a turtle back uh-huh. underneath my coat. If you can kind of see it, it's a it's like a polylexamore or whatever the word is, Sh- you know, like shell. Is it bulletproof or something? Or? Yeah, they call it a turtle back. It's like a turtle shell on my back so it could throw me up against the brick wall. And then I had knee pads on and elbow pads so I could hit the ground.
0: And anything in your stomach area? No. No? Wow. Just hard yeah. abs. Yeah. <laughs> Just rock hard abs.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: that's it. Look at that. But see, it was great as, uh, you know, Alex is, like I said, is a stuntman, so he was he was trained in these. Yeah, he knew how to punch, throw yeah. punches and kicks. And right.
0: Yeah. I mean, it looks really great because there's follow through and all that stuff. Yeah. There you get to see the gin in the full yeah. broad daylight. And yeah. this is one of the things that the study guys didn't really want to do this either. None of us did. We, we really wanted to show cool at, at night. night, yeah. Yeah, I, I love when Novak does that yeah. right there, that little. <laughs> <laughs> the boxing gin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's a good next way to lose your hand, Next up, gin versus La Jolla. But
2: I liked how we tied that lining because that's what Alex said to me when he goes, That's a good way to lose your hand. Yeah, exactly. When I grab the, the stripper, so.
0: And the gin actually sort of uh, mimics his line back to him. Let's see yeah. what you got, tough guy. It's actually Alex's picked. line, too. Yeah, so that was actually just like a, basically a tube of smoke that was being blown. Is through that his what hand it was? With a makeup application. This was a long sequence. Yeah. That was a fake uh, piece of gate that we built, especially yeah. for the movie, and placed there.
2: It's funny because we'd take a break for dinner and he'd have a uh, you know eight inch spike sticking out of his <laughs> chest at Craftsburg.
0: Oh! Now that was a wire, actually. So he was thrown on a wire and we removed the wire in post production. He,
2: he crashed into the to the uh, dumpster the first time, remember? Yeah, that was
0: one of my favorite lines here, right here. This is something I think John sort of did on set and was.
2: Oh, the, Wednesday, the Monday and Wednesdays, Wednesdays and Tuesdays are, yeah. and Thursdays? Yeah, like the, taking out the garbage. <laughs> that was very funny.
0: So here comes our digital effect again. So you know we shot the gin against a green screen. We shot the the background, um, the actual wall on set without anybody there. And then we shot the half-formed guys in the studio and added fire. So we sort of composite all the stuff together, try and build the layers down.
1: We sense your growing enchantment with the Waker.
0: Now, these lines actually were totally changed. If you look at their lips a little bit too much, we, oh, yeah. we changed it in post. Uh, I just felt like the point wasn't really getting across that he's actually sort of falling for her a little bit. I so.
2: liked when I saw the rough cut and those guys had these <laughs>
0: really high voices <laughs> The squeaky voice, and the third Jin. wish. But they couldn't talk very well. Those, yeah. Their mouths were full of like prosthetics, so they sounded hilarious. It's like the munchkins come to Jinland. And this is really is. Tara, right? That's, Tara was a crazy driver, my god. She was doing her own she stunt driving. a couple times. Yeah. We were all she, kind of winging our own stunts. Yeah. This thing. She did a lot of this driving. She's she's a really good driver. She's, I mean, she scared us what she could do. She didn't do this particular thing. but no. uh, We did go over that bump a few times, but not, didn't get as much air as this with her driving.
2: That's awesome.
0: Oh, I remember poor Victor had to like do this run about 15 times. He was so exhausted at the end of it because we ran him a long way at pretty high speeds. Yeah. So we, we weren't cheating too much here. He's really running full out. Now, this stunt was sort of it was tricky to do. I, you know, we wanted to have something that got her out of the car on her feet, and I didn't want it to be so big that it looked like. You know, she should be dead or the car is totaled or something. So we tried to do something in between. You know, it wasn't as big maybe as we'd liked in some ways, but I think it worked for the story. But, uh, I think, yeah.
2: And there was a whole scene that we shot when we went back into the strip club that was right around this time, right?
0: Oh, yeah. I forgot. Well, we cut that. Yeah, we did shoot that, didn't we? And then yeah, we there was a whole scene where
2: he comes back in and the whole yeah. crowd goes, holy shit, that, you know...
0: Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure people appreciate the strip club for, for what it is, but just it was sort of bogging down the story. Um, we so, were in there for a while. Yeah, it was like a, like a full day of strip club shooting, but it just it felt like the story was just sort of stopping. Yeah. And This was a long day, if yeah. I recall. And that big uh, rock to the left there that there was a spark against was a fake rock that we brought into the location oh, so it could have a spark.
2: But not the one that I hit Victor with. That was a real rock. That was a real and rock, that,
0: and he, he just wasn't acting fun. at all at the point. No, and real? that was a fake rock, too. And that actually, that branch you rip off is something we just stuck yeah. there, and the the ripping sound was all post production.
2: I remember how difficult this was to shoot to get all this exposition out I and do God these in down. kind of you know being pairing each other and, and the, the shadowing. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, this is the one of the few sequences we actually tried to do a rehearsal. If you remember, we all yeah, went do. down here on a Saturday or Sunday. That's right. And we had to block out it this whole. It was raining fight. that day. Remember? Yeah, and the bugs were ferociously biting. Yeah, but it was it, we really needed to do it because it. You know, it was a lot of footwork and obviously you are playing with swords, but you wanted it to look real, but not actually get anybody hurt. For the whole movie, actually, we had almost no rehearsal time. We, I think we had one day in Los Angeles before we went up the location, and then basically we, we had like a three-hour conversation about the character arcs, and That then, day
1: in Santa Monica was really just the first time we all read the script. Yeah. The one that we were going to shoot together. That's right. Yeah.
0: I mean, it was tough, but we, we tried to rehearse, you know, each morning as we showed up for the set, but it was a really hard way to work. I mean, you, you get sort of a freshness on the screen because you guys were discovering as we go, but it certainly made it, made it hard on everybody.
2: Again, another daytime sequence. Yeah. That would have been interesting to see this at night. Night,
0: It certainly would have. Um, I just think the
2: aura around the djinn, you know, having night around him.
0: Yeah, it would have been cool. Oh, I love that. Did I, did he just do the cat claw yes, thing? Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. That's my favorite. <laughs>
1: Death to the is merely the moment before being Where did he get that from?
0: This is the the Stone of Fire. This is actually from the first movie, the fact that they carry it around with them. Oh. Uh it sort of belongs to them, but we've never seen a transformer in a sword before, but that was a cool idea. Another cool effect. Uh, you notice that the sparks on the sword only happen in close ups. So we did those as second unit after the uh the main unit had left. Oh yeah. So there's no sparkage in the wide shots. Right. We so I think it was we were sort of storyboarding the sequence we called it our rehearsing sort of the battle of the titans What we're going for
1: there is no escape for you this time
0: I'm a big fan of sort of uh, King Arthur movies and swordplay so this (laughs) is my my one opportunity yeah Yeah. again sort of a shame like we had a lot more planned in this and just you can probably tell the sun is going down as we're shooting this this was incredibly rushed Um, we had some pretty cool moves worked out here and we sort of uh, did the express route and got to the good part the sound
1: of your neck snapping will usher in a new era on earth
0: and I will be... B-10. Yeah, we actually, coming up right here, we had uh, Victor had originally did like a flip over him, which is yeah, really like a cool. Yeah, martial arts Yeah, crazy. he was really fun to work with in these scenes. Yeah, I know
1: Victor quite well outside of outside of work, and he does a lot of martial arts himself.
0: It was so great for the sequence, because he just he brought a lot of ideas to it, and unfortunately we just ran out of time. Like, there were more things that he could do yes. that we had planned that we just never got to. But uh, it, just, you know, it, was just, it was great to sort of have that flexibility, have the actor there. And again, like you guys, he was doing his own stunts.
2: Yeah. And let you win.
1: <sighs> we did,
0: uh, you know, do a little bit to his voice, a little post processing to make him seem a little otherworldly. In case uh, you yeah.
2: a little deeper, kind of. Whoa.
0: So the wide shot actually is a uh, sort of retractable sword that's sort of going into its sheath. And then that insert is a dummy body that we shot later. Now that I look at it, I don't know if we needed the insert this effect actually turned out really well Yeah, it did we thought that this would never work because we shot it with the sun going down and the lighting didn't match But uh, again the uh, digital effects artists at tube did a really great job sort of coming up with a sort of angel motif sending the guy up to heaven Sam! Sam! Also, there's a sort of truism in, in sort of effect shots that you want to try and lock them down and not have the camera moving but you can tell in that one that we didn't we panned up and uh, It worked out really well it sort of gave that shot a nice motion now, did she get a cab home, or did she run the whole way? Happened? She that's ran. That's just she a ran. He's very, very close. Do you remember uh, shooting this stuff yeah. in the car? There you were like directing oh, and myself. shooting yourself. Yeah. There
2: was a camera mounted. There was a sound thing. Oh no, there was a cameraman, but the
0: sound I had to do myself. You did, you you did the clapper, and yeah. then I think you you actually you rolled the camera yourself. Yeah. And then you did all the all clapper the and did your own clapper and said, you know, take we were two. We're driving
2: around some park in Winnipeg. I don't know where the hell we were.
0: Yeah, we were in this the same park actually where we shoot the floating platform that comes up. Oh, uh, that's right. Um, yeah, you did a great job because we were I think we were following you in a van. And, yeah. You know absolutely. you were really on your own. So you did you edit
1: us? this film too, Michael? Or yeah, what a didn't bit, you yeah, do? That's the that main
2: title <laughs> sequence is me. A lot of the poster artwork, photography, yeah. that kind of all thing. All the digital. You are mm-hmm. tube, right? You just do all that stuff yourself. Mm-hmm. Transpo. I drove
1: a lot of <laughs> cast members. Catering. There. Yeah. Personally, love that phone.
0: Yeah, I really like that phone, too. You know, right. Orange is my favorite color. Right. Right. That was orange. nice. Wasn't that a photograph
2: of the two of you guys? That yes, it yeah. was. We, we went, went to the, department with the day
1: before we started shooting and took a bunch of shots. See, that stuff's cool. It's very effective for set dressing to have actual
0: yeah. belongings of the characters. It
2: seems minuscule, but it really is important. Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember planning Well, that even
1: uh, later on... Uh, near the end of the movie, I remember there was a scene between Tara and I where it was kind of an emotional scene. I remember looking at a picture of us on the wall mm. that isn't even in the movie, but I remember just looking at the picture and just kind of thinking back to when we were doing that. Very effective.
0: Yeah. Happier days, yeah. kind of helps no you surprise. get along. So, you should think we'll Rajon, the... Uh Production designer, first. Yeah, he, was he did a great job. This way we can both that's a work. cool shot there, Chris, going through I them.
1: talked to Steven.
2: Yeah, I like and how you do a lot of it foreground it. stuff. And yeah,
0: I mean, I, I love to just, again, You know, it brings a level of symbolism in, sort of the gates closing.
2: This is that silly stuff with I like, ring the doorbell with the roses yeah. and, and I shut the door with my, I do like a bewitched moment.
0: Yeah, this. I, you know, our idea here was like the, the sort of half formed Djinn are getting excited because you're about to get the third wish granted, but. Oh, that's right. Again. It's definitely a little in the, the goofy sense.
1: Even though I'm not there, Lisa and I have a little moment, and Verdell comes and interrupts. Oh, well, that's the thing you're talking about when you the letter. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. reading the letter. She's a little
2: bit touched, and boom, yeah. you're back. The again doorbell rings yeah, for the third or fourth time.
1: Um, I was
2: on my way to bringing these when the uh... <laughs> that's very sweet.
1: Oh, help myself
0: which right?
1: moment no, I'm just still Tara looking. worked a lot on this movie she was she was there every day yeah. every day every scene Sam. I know.
2: I'm just glad you're safe
0: I and mean, this was I found this actually a pretty tough scene to direct honestly just this was early in the shoot I think it was really early and it, in a way it was good to sort of get it over with because I think there was a lot of nervousness on your guys' part, like oh, totally. how are we gonna do our, our love scene? <laughs> I remember I mean, that. you have to understand yeah, you know, yeah. we're all
2: actors, but we're still people and you yeah. meet complete strangers for the first time in your life and you know them for three days and you get naked with them is a strange It's a weird way to break it's still the ice. A strange thing, I remember us. Yeah. you gonna
1: show your ass. I'm not showing my ass. You're gonna show your ass <laughs> yeah, no, well, I don't know. Did you have a contract for your ass? <laughs> I don't oh. know. Showing ass.
0: Hey, these are the wonderful conversations that are going on. And I'm and it's hard. It's you know, I was trying to make you guys feel comfortable but in some sure. sense like I know you're burying everything the, the literally the crew for, was really good though on this and a lot of these shots no they really were it was, was nice you know
2: there was no snicker well at least nothing that we heard but,
1: <laughs> yeah. you know I'm sure <laughs> it goes on we done right
0: it was good I mean you, you know it, I think the scene sort of worked out as well as I'd hoped like we were trying to go for something sort of realistic like just a realistic passionate yeah remember that we Finally did, just like, and we fell into the piano and stuff yeah we brought in especially for that which is a nice thing and yeah. then you guys added a little... Yeah, we added a few piano key notes here and there. A lot of those were real, but then we added some more in post. It's nice. You guys
2: shot this or edited it well because it's, you know... Yeah, yeah I, should, I should... When you're in the moment and there's only one camera roll it feels really stilted or it feels like, okay, yeah, I gotta get the shirt off, I gotta mm-hmm. get her sh- shirt off and, you know... These quick cuts and these really extreme close ups. Yeah, I like that. The movement's good.
0: Yeah, it hopefully gives it that sort of sense of being in the moment, passion. Mm-hmm. You know, it feels like what it is when you're sort of just lost in a, in a calm <laughs> moment. One of the things, actually, also, I was trying to do here was a little bit of just, you know, gender reversals and stuff. At the beginning of the movie, Jason, actually, you're the ones sort who of are stripping for her, just because mm-hmm. there's there's all obviously women stripping for men in this movie, but I just wanted to try and flip things around a little bit and have her a bit more in control that finally that her passion my- is bubbling out
1: yeah but my better days when I was a little more happy and more, more sexual honestly yeah
0: so. and now sort of again you know, there actually this is the same room where that happened that's what yeah. I was thinking of it yeah. right. so we're trying to show her getting back to her sexuality but with this other guy I mean I guess part of this movie honestly is, is sort of a moral play about what the difference is between love and sex um, that's true you know you know sex has a part of love or is a role in love but we are sort of trying to show the different types of relationships that you can be in
2: Right, because, yeah, the djinn doesn't understand that after we have sex, that is not that love? Right. So isn't the, shouldn't the wish be granted now? I gave you what you wanted, I think, is the line. And
0: it's just, it's just a fun thematic to actually be able to explore in a horror movie. I mean, you know, I think any good horror movie sort of looks at some sort of societal or, you know, human issue. And it was, it was nice to actually have sort of this theme that I could sort of refer back to. And those hands and were of, creepy, by the way. You yeah, know, we we yeah. kind of passed over that, but oh, that, was yeah, that, was yeah, that was nasty. Thing. Yeah, there was actually goo, like, stuck to the oh, back oh, of her oh, back. Oh, her oh, back. Oh, yeah. It's sort of a little unpleasant. The, that was really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the idea there was sort of like the yeah. half-formed Jin are sort of coming in. There, there's they know, they can sense that their wish about to be granted and was that the idea behind having that, all the extra hands or yeah was was my hands or no a, this was supposed to be the other the half-formed gym so like they
2: the, they can sense the impending release yeah
0: and sort of like the barrier between this world and that world is the starting to get broken release. down yeah oh, yes, wow. thank you impending release jeez
2: do you love me for who I really am
0: I love the way you just made me feel
2: it's not what I asked
0: this was a tough moment too i remember we shot this a number of times just trying to get that transition right between sort of the the post sex glow and then you really going for the jugular.
1: right
2: i need to know now lisa it's a simple question do you love me for who i really am
1: who is the real you stephen getting impatient aren't we (laughs) for now Dude, I can hear you drinking from all the
2: way from over here.
0: I'm sure that'll make the DVD uh, soundtrack. <laughs> so I guess it's a good time to mention that this this bedroom is actually a set on a soundstage. Um, pretty well, I think the rest of the house was all practical, including the bathrooms right. and kitchen and everything. Yeah. But we built this elsewhere, and you'll see why in a second. Um, I have to say, like... These, I think it was three days or four days in the set. It was probably the scariest time I've ever spent on a set. I I just had this huge list of storyboards and shots that I really wanted to accomplish and, and pretty technically advanced stuff. Yeah, this was
2: a major set. I mean, yeah, like, it was the storyboard was um, how do you get that actually on film? It mm-hmm. was
0: really scary. I mean, we spent a lot of time pre-production trying to plan out how to actually make all these effects happen yeah because reading
2: the script there was a lot of there's shit a lot of physical effects well, here it starts
0: um i, I want to thank gary pollard who came in from vancouver to sort of help us do a lot of these physical effects because again we had a very limited budget uh. and we're trying to make all this stuff happen this stuff was and just look falling yeah down. the Everywhere. stuff was in yeah. my
2: eyes and in her eyes and we, we basically
0: looked. yeah we spent three days with that dust in the air and um, curtis kept telling me he's like keep your eyes open look yeah. look mean. <laughs> <laughs> Like it's for you to say curtis So we had people sort of, like, on ladders dropping dust and, and like, materials down. We had air cannons going off, blowing stuff inside. Plastic everywhere around the cameras and everything so they didn't get dusted. It was a really, really tough environment to work in because, you know, literally stuff is falling on everybody all the time. That was all
1: on wires, too, wasn't it? A lot of times it just pulled,
0: you know, plus we had these green screen effects, which is yeah, sort of complicated, right. polite. Um, it was really, like, I think I sort of hit bottom during these days. I really thought I'd never get the shots I needed to make the sequence work. Um, and I, I was really exhausted, too. It was sort of the end of two shoots in a row. I was pretty worried that we just weren't going to get it and it was going to come across silly. Uh, but now that I, I see it, sort of, I think it does edit together and I'm quite happy with it. I should also mention one of my sort of uh, inspirations for the sequence was Repulsion by Roman Polanski. Um, sort of the end sequences where the, the walls of her house, her apartment, come alive. Oh, and cool. it's one of the movies that just, I sort of love from the days of film school. And it sort of inspired me through this section here to try and make the house itself a character. Which became a, sort of a big technical issue about how to make this all work.
2: The man who opened his heart to you,
0: made love with you. You know, wherever possible, we sort of did the sort of the low-tech way of trying to make all these things happen. This was the last day of shooting, if I'm not mistaken, because... It was the last day of shooting for you guys. It was like day yeah. 15 of the schedule. And we had a a Day 16 where we did some pickups and stuff. A lot of the pickups were inserts in this location. Just any shot you see without the actors in it. Stuff coming off the walls were were stuff we did on Day 16. Um, And part of, you know, obviously we had to build the set. A lot of the stuff we did by having um, sort of PAs behind the wall pushing things off with poles that were literally drilled through the wall. So they would just sort of... Yeah. Literally take hammers and stuff and bang on the walls, right. and that's created a lot of the stuff—the paintings flying off the wall. Yeah, on a one, two, three, everybody would just shake. the crap Yeah, out of the and there were wires
2: attached to things. So, and it was as violent as it looks. On, I mean, I remember yeah, that yeah. when that went off, all yeah. you guys yeah. had ear protection and eye protection. Now <laughs> that hand
0: is actually my hand. This is—I finally got to wear the Your suit. Second cameo. Is, yeah, day sixteen, I got to wear the suit, not the face, but the hands. <laughs> the hands. So. <laughs> nice. Me I and the first you. AD actually were we're doing it. And so those things were hot. And I finally got to realize what poor John Novak went through wearing that suit every day. It was pretty disgusting. Oh, I like the chant of Lisa. Yeah. Now, this is interesting. You see, like, we shot the hands separately. Uh, This is a digital fireball, uh, which we literally shot in about two seconds. I also originally wanted her to have her falling through fire, but we just ran out of the budget to do that. So we stuck with black. That's cool. You also notice that she just keeps coming back to the same bedroom, that she's basically in some sort of other world now where everywhere she goes, every door she goes through, ends up back in the same location. Well, I want things back the way they were.
1: Try to look beyond what your eyes see. I am only a monster. If you choose to see me
0: as This is another sort of technical challenge here. We had a lot of transforming of the djinn through various sort of identities. Um, and again, I had to sort of come up with a way to do this that wasn't an on-screen digital effect, which these days would probably be the, the first choice for most people to do. So I, was, I went back to sort of like the very old style school of horror filmmaking back in the 70s and 80s before we had digital effects and tried to do stuff in cuts and blocking. And it's effective. Yeah. You know? hmm and then we sort of save the money, obviously, for these wall of fire effects, which sure. to me was the most important sort of digital thing I could add to this movie. Was create this other world coming into the location. And I remember actually spending a lot of time on these these digital effect shots, particularly, uh, and just also notice how few of them there actually are. And we're trying to play so much of the scene on them, just because every sort of frame that we're doing is so expensive to us of that sort of animated fire stuff.
2: Right. Is it yeah, really? Is that ex- it, is that an expensive?
0: It's really. is. Yeah, it's just. Uh, there's a lot of expenses people don't know about just in terms of... Sure. Uh, scanning the film into digital format, and then just the artist working on that stuff.
2: Oh, here's yeah. that pond that we. were Aha! In. This, so is an lake. this is an
0: actual lake. This actual lake, lo- pond and location in a park. Um, i was supposed to sort of symbolize some sort of weird otherworld middle age thing. But what we actually did was bring Toa, a floating platform, out there, yeah. and then row you guys out and left you there. They rowed it. Yeah,
2: they rowed us out in a boat, and then they, and everybody left. <laughs> and, and we're shooting from the, the dry land,
0: standing on there.
2: And there's this crowd of people because it was like a Saturday in the park, and all yeah. these people were like, hey, you know, kids were like, I want to go on that
1: ride, you know. <laughs> It Mother's looks like you're like, standing up, on kid. the water, but yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: shut up, kid. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got point. pretty wet though, I remember. Yeah, this was a
1: every, you're right about the stress and everything, and it was near the end of the shoot, and everybody yeah. was getting pretty out tense. Of it. Yeah, it was tense.
0: Yeah, this is not the most fun I've ever had in a set. I mean, I really think these few days were sort of low point. Um, and it's funny too because hopefully you can't tell, like, hopefully, it actually comes across. That's quite a good sequence. I'm now that I look at it, I'm proud of what I did, but yeah, no, it wasn't fun to shoot. It was yeah. a lot of stress, and we're always behind schedule. And just those those physical effects take a lot of time, and it's dangerous. It's trying to try and be careful with stuff yeah. falling from the ceiling. Yeah. yeah, So just everything took a lot of planning, and I always was sort of looking over my shot list, wondering if I had the coverage I need to try and tell the story.
2: He's got some big earlobes. <laughs> God is not invited to this party, My favorite line in the whole script.
1: (laughs) Oh, God, God is not invited. God is not invited to this party. There was no miracle. It was merely the second of Lisa's three wishes. The granting of the third wish is what you interrupted here.
2: I never made a third wish.
1: I wish I could love you for who you really are.
0: So that was actually ADR that Tara did I just thought to John the djinn.
2: <laughs> I thought John just had a really That, that broad was a weird moment. Yeah. yeah. That was
0: a weird moment in ADR. I'm like, okay, now you're going to be the what djinn, what
1: djinn, Tara. It's cool.
0: But a wish nonetheless,
1: which must be granted. Oh. Stay away from her. Oh, jeez. Watch out. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's packing heat. So yes. Stay away from her. Well, I found Tracy's body in her apartment. Ah! Oh. Expected to find Verdell. He is Verdell, Sam. Better.
2: So what are you gonna do now, Sam?
0: <laughs> now, Michael, that was a squib, right? What, yeah, what were I had
1: you wearing, three squibs. So? Yeah, we all had squibs on that day. This was the last. This was the
2: last day we put squibs. We wired. You have these wires run down your pant leg, and there's a guy about ten feet off the set. <laughs> And you time it out with the shotgun, you know, with the, you know the gunshot. And remember how they explode? And there's like it feels like somebody wrapping you with a pencil.
0: Really? Because uh, that doesn't make you nervous. Just say, and just squirts out. Yeah.
2: Well, what makes you nervous is that you're wired. I mean, you yeah. literally have electric you know electric wires hanging out.
0: Now, actually, one interesting thing is uh, you two guys were actually wired, but Tara wasn't. Uh, one of the things about squibs, obviously, you've got to hide them under clothing. Yeah. Right. And she's wearing very little clothing. So what we did actually is for her, those are these are digital gunshots coming up or bullet hits. I was wondering how you did yeah, that. Yeah, so this is something that probably we, people haven't seen as much on movies is it's bullet hits me. on skin, just because it was really hard to do previously. To actually, see a bullet impacting. So all that blood there is digital, it is computer animated blood. Technology.
1: You can't kill an immortal. <laughs>
0: He's <playing laughs> <with> his <laughs> <laughs> stroking his
2: tentacles. That's awesome
1: lovely son it's so nice time we explored some of them no a wish you offered me a wish once before don't
0: is it still mine to make
1: your soul for a wish don't do
0: it I, I remember thinking jason like this was never gonna work just did we get the coverage? i felt the same way when i go flying back yeah and it just seemed wrong somehow that you know i remember
1: having this thing and there was nothing in my hand there right and i'm lifting it up and I remember you saying, it's heavy, you
0: pretend it's heavy, and... Yeah, this is the problem, and now obviously we're back to the real sword, but just acting against green screen or without objects there is really hard. Yeah.
2: You
1: didn't have the sword for that? Thing? No. no,
0: I mean, I did in my hand there, but right, it wasn't but the heavy.
1: Initially, oh, no, yeah. initially I lifted my hand, and I'm supposed to pretend this thing appears in my hand, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and it's heavy, and... Oh, that's gotta hurt.
0: Yeah, I remember This, this sword—I was with yeah. It was very tricky. My turn. And again, this is something that we did actually have coverage of a sword going into sort of a dummy body, but I just thought it played so much better on their faces, and just wanted, again, to have people imagine it rather than see everything on screen. Just enough gore in this movie already. Yeah. Oh, man. I think that was a stunt double there. It that, that one throw. was, yeah, yeah, that guy. And we actually we needed him there. I think we had to send you off, actually, to get... The sword prosthetic yeah, put through exactly. you.
1: Exactly. We were running that time, and I had to get yeah. the sword back in. We had into to, you know, also had to get wired for squibs. Remember having yeah, to go yeah, away
2: way to get the squibs put on.
0: There were a lot of things going on at the same time.
2: I'm glad, though. I always wanted to get shot with squibs. I always thought that was a cool effect, and I want to know what that felt like. And yeah. I've done it. I want to do it. Glad to a blush. Yeah. Hopefully,
0: we'll get to do, get the chance to do it again someday. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Wishmaster nine. <laughs> just us running around getting shot at the whole time. <laughs> that's it, that's the,
0: I wish I could <laughs> shoot you again.
1: <laughs> I wish you'd shoot me 17 more
0: times. So that's just uh, basically cool. a sword and glued to your back, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's like a little U that would go around one side of my body and the, oh, right. the it's like one Like the old end would come arrow out. through the head guy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. The old Steve Martin trick. <laughs> Eating lunch with this thing going through my chest. And
0: <laughs> I really wanted to go shopping The with set Donna design there world. again is just, yeah. I mean...
1: They go from the house when we before we moved in to it looking amazing and then just wrecked again.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the great thing is a lot of that wrecking sort of happened when we sort of set off all the special effects, but we sort of added to it in between takes, the sort of set designers would run out and make it even look a bit more destroyed. This is one of those things that you know I would love to sort of see this movie with the audience just to see if they're figuring out what the plan is at this point.
1: Yeah, I was thinking yeah. the same thing when we were doing it too.
0: Yeah. What is it you want, Lisa? I mean, hopefully, they they understand something's going on, and I, it, I think I it's one of those fun situations where the audience is hopefully trying to catch up and figure out what the actors know already.
1: Lisa. I
0: do want to say a special thanks to Marcus Manton because he did a great job. He's the editor of the film, just you know, making these sort of poor man's effects work. These are sort of off-screen cuts.
2: Oh, you mean, where it transforms Transform, from the gym yeah, to Sam to Burdell to, to something Lisa. I was
0: really worried about, just because I think audiences these days expect a lot. And
2: so now that's a double back there, right? That no, is your stunt no, no, double. No, that's that's me again. Well,
0: well no, but there's the <laughs> white. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. The sick thing is, this I'm part going, was really? funny. Yeah, I, was I did too.
2: Yeah. Of, yeah. No, no, no. Jason, that's not you. That's the best no, acting is.
1: I've done all film right there.
2: <laughs> I remember that dude with that wig. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah. we ended up with less shots with both of you guys than we wanted just because the wow. schedule got so tight. That was
2: cool. That was a good transformation. Yeah, there. again, this is a, a
0: you chose your, computer-generated effect. Your, you see, effects. I
1: remember bending over that thing, just kind of look over my shoulder oh, saying, yeah. Yeah, What's like, happening? Yeah, okay, is this going to work all right? She's just going to... It does work though.
0: And the way he gets sucked into the wall, the gin gets sucked in the wall is actually we dropped a stunt double wearing a gin costume onto oh, a mat, down onto a green mat, and oh, we're able cool. to flip it upright and replace the wall. I did not know that. Yes. How these things are done. <laughs> I remember just we kept adding more and more blood to your mouth. I was not happy with it. I'm like, we need you need to be look like you're really dying. It's those moments like how do you die?
1: Yeah. What you thinking of this is my last moment with her. This is what just happened. How intense do you How? Yeah, it's just it's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I remember it was so tricky with that sword sticking out that's, of you. And I remember thinking like, weeks oh.
1: after we finished, like, man, should I maybe had one more moment with her before I close my eyes or what? I remember thinking that later on. Yeah, but it's just, you know, you kind of go for it.
0: And I remember, too, just sort of making the decision, I, you know, I think I felt like we needed that one more moment just to have her stop. And yeah, I was going to say, I like that. She kind of looked back. Now, here's, we cut directly from this shot, which, again, you know, I'm trying to do the expressionist, like, the, the foreground objects. Mm-hmm. But we went from the shot to a whole section that we cut out, which was her finding the statue that Sam had been working on. That's right, yeah. Um, and it was a great sequence, and we, we'd intercut all her memories of their relationship, but so when I screened the movie finally, I realized that it just having these sort of two endings was extraneous, that we get the point with this one shot. Um, so just as much as I liked it, we we cut it out. And, My ode to Chippendales there. Yes. <laughs> nice. And these ones do have a weird dreamy effect, just trying to symbolize, I guess, that, you know... It was raining this day, wasn't it? I don't think it there, was. Oh, that's the shot where you can yeah. see the, the tip of the... Oh, thanks. Thanks for pointing uh, it out. Uh, you'll see in the beginning. <laughs> Just barely. And those effects are actually, uh, sort of again, old. these are old-fashioned effects. We basically overcut the film twice a few frames off, and it gives it that sort of... Oh, ability. is that how you do that? Yeah. I like that a lot. We discovered it in Wishmaster 3, and I liked it so much that I used it again here in a different context. It was used then for uh, an angel sort of descending from heaven this time we used it just as a sort of
1: ghostly memory there was a nice river flowing behind that house
0: remember Uh, too yeah it was was really nice
1: with a gazillion mosquitoes yeah Yeah. i spent
0: a long time looking for house locations because right i got yeah
2: we were shooting in what september
0: in september and the first place we looked at was this amazing sort of really haunted house like there was some legend about this haunted house and it was out in the middle of nowhere and it was it was a great place but we walked up and by the time we left just walking through the front yard i had about 10 ticks all over me oh, so I decided nasty. I didn't want to shoot there it was it was bees too if I remember there I think they were wasps wasps that's yeah, what they we, were we went from like ticks to mosquitoes to wasps all in a couple of weeks uh, little things you just don't notice on the film but they're, they're buzzing around
2: Do you remember uh Jason, do you remember our driver, um Oh man. Rick was his name? I think his name was Rick. It's up here in transportation. He was ah, maybe it's not Rick. No, it's not
1: Rick and I feel really. There's the bad two for wandas, by the way.
2: There, I thought that was I've never met a wanda in my life and there was two of them. <laughs> one on PA. costume and one on the this
1: driver went to high school with one of my parents' great friends. I've later found out because he grew up in Winnipeg and everything. I just so, got a
2: kick because I guess maybe it's a Canadian thing, but he says film. Film.
1: I'm Ryan. Film. That was Ryan. Was. He was Ryan, awesome. Ryan, yeah. Kabbalah, yeah. Kabbalah. 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 He He's like, great.
2: yeah, he goes, I've been working on a couple of different films. <laughs>
1: He's great. And man.
2: I would try to get him to say film as much as I could <laughs> without, like, I said, you know, I got to drop off some... Uh, film. You know, I, I took some <laughs> pictures last night, and I just want to drop off the... Uh, God, I... What well, do you know? The, the stuff in the camera. <laughs> what's like, that called
0: again? <laughs> He's
2: like your photographs. I was like, no, dude, the, I want to get my photos made. <laughs> He's like, okay, we'll taken by the shop. I was like, nah, yeah, but I need to drop off my film.
0: All right, I just want to point out I didn't have two assistants at one time. Yeah, I yeah just What's that the about? One, I mean, that's believe, where the budget so went right <laughs> there. <laughs> <laughs> I only had one at a time. I I'm yeah, not I that see, high. I don't managed. see
1: assistant to Mr. Thompson and Mr. <laughs> no. Truco. Heck no. You guys didn't ask, did you? <laughs> we need to work on that agent stuff.
0: Yeah, I guess one of the, now the movie's over here and just with the title The Prophecy Fulfilled and there's no number on the front here. You're right. One of the things we started was was this going to be the end of the whole series um, and I'm hoping it's not actually. There's, there's a bunch of stuff that I really want to do uh, with Wishmaster 5 if that happens um, and I would love to be part of it or if I'm not but I know John Martin who has a lot of ideas about that so so in my opinion, the series still has a lot, long way to go, and this movie sort of gave me some inspiration of other things I'd like to try. So I'm hoping there might be another one.
2: I don't think we'll be a part of that, Jason.
0: No, I think i die <laughs> in this As one.
2: As do I. I have no face.
0: I'd love to work with you guys again, too. So we'll have to come up with something. Come up with a new yeah. one. Yeah. Well, well s- thanks for watching. This is uh, We'll sign off here. This is Chris Angel, the director. Thanks.
2: And this is Michael Trucco, played Verdell. Thank you very much.
0: And I am Jason, playing Sam. Hope you enjoyed the film. We had a good time making it, so take care. Bye bye. Bye bye.